0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus took Peter, James, and John his brother and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him.
1: Good morning. I don't know if you've ever had this, this ex- experience in your week. Uh, you know, as we go through our week, each one of us, we can probably, if we would we all sit down at different moments and have a cup of coffee and talk about it. We have so many competing choices, so many competing voices. At times, the choices can be just, just be overwhelming, and the voices can just be nonstop, so I don't know if you've ever, ever had this experience. I'm sure you have, because I'm sure the vast majority of you drove here to get here today. I don't know what it took for you to get here today. What I do know is that you're here and that the Lord knows in your heart what it took for you to get here today. One of the experiences that I have kind of at times during the week is when you, you know, when you stop at the gas station, you're kind of on this journey, you're going, you're stopping and you're like, man, I could just after a day of work, a long day at work or, or maybe picking up the kids at carpool or a uh, sporting activity or something, you're going and you're just like, you get that one moment of rest. I'm going to get out of the car and I'm going to put some gas in it. Maybe hear the birds chirp or just kind of reflect on something and immediately that TV goes on with a pushing some kind of choice right? Or another voice coming at you that's like, man, I can't even get at a gas station. Back in the day, you used to be able to just kind of like get gas, and there was a human experience. I remember growing up, my parents are watching online right now. They watch every, every Sunday. They'll remember it. We used to go, when I was a little kid, right? Joseph, when I was about your age, right? I was about that big, right? We used to go to Allen's Golf in Atlanta, Georgia, We go to Alan's golf and Alan come out all the time and he'd come out and say hello and I don't remember much. All I know is that one Christmas he gave me a stuffed animal and it was the world. So, but oftentimes in our life there are these competing choices these competing voices. But my brothers and sisters in Christ in those moments in the busyness of life, that's why this Sunday experience, such an awesome choice. I look at each one of you as I looked at it, our confirmation uh, young people last night. I drove in late last night after being with them, going and celebrating Mass and having adoration till the week, you know, nine o'clock at night, and then jumping in the car. That's why we don't have altar servers, because we got all these high school seniors and juniors that are leading our confirmation retreat. And the same thing I say to you I say to them. I looked out at them at the beginning the Holy Spirit put on my heart. It is good that we are here. It is good that we are here. And we are here and every time we come to mass, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this is a reality. We are standing on the edge of eternity. Every mass is standing on the edge of eternity. And to be able to say in our heart, amidst all the voices, amidst all the choices, Lord, I want to see you. Lord, I want to hear you. I want to hear you in this morning call me. I want to I I see you as I stand on the edge of eternity. It wasn't easy for Peter, James, and John I don't know about you, but sometimes I kind of think this way. They're kind of there at the bottom of the mountain. And I've been to Mount Tabor. I went with my parents to Mount Tabor. It's not a little small hill, it's steep. And when you go on a pilgrimage, you go up with a, with a van and it's high. And maybe they were tired because they had been journeying, it had been a long week for them. And our Lord turns to Peter, James and John and says, hey, come on, come with me, we're going up. And I don't know, maybe, maybe it was in their heart Lord, why are you always picking us? Why don't you take Matthew? Philip can go this time. We went, when you remember when we were in Samaria, I mean, we had to go get the food. We wanted to stay with you and just kind of rest a little bit. You always got us going, but we got to go with you. And you walk so fast, Lord, you're too fast. I don't see you get up there. And you know, Lord, I'm just going to tell you. I mean, sometimes I know you don't mean it, but sometimes when we make these climbs, you get going and you hit that branch and it pops back in my face and it hurts. I don't want to climb this mountain. All right, I remember the miraculous catch of the fish. I'll go with you. (laughs) Peter says, we'll go. Come on, guys. So they're led up this high mountain. That was a choice. That was a voice, a real human voice that spoke to him. And it was a choice. Come with me. They could have said, no, I'm not, you know, take them. But they did. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to reach that mountain top experience, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that we are experiencing now with the eyes and the ears of our heart. It is a mountaintop experience. We are at the top of the mountain, the mountain of eternity, where heaven and earth meet on this altar. Where the word that's spoken is spoken with a voice in the today of our life, but it is eternal. And I believe our heavenly father, who Jesus taught us to pray, our father, which we will in a moment, has a message for you and me this day. A simple message. And you'll probably get it because we're going to go with that an acronym again. We're going with an acronym. You ready? I went out and I saw someone the other day, uh, uh, a gentleman, we were talking, and he was talking about his experience of encountering Christ in his life here at St. Gabriel's, and he had written on there, CTW, Choose the Way. He just put that on his hand, CTW, and he says, this helps me at my place of work. This helps me. I just have these letters. So today we got letters. You ready? Three of them. Repeat after me. L-T-H. L-T-H. One more time. L-T-H. Put it on that post it note. Put it in the mirror when you brush your teeth. Put it by the coffee pot so your spouse can see it. Put it in your locker. Put it on your shoes. Put it where it helps you. L T H. Listen to Him. Listen to Him. That's the Father's message for you and me on this mountaintop today. It wasn't just for them. You made a choice this morning. You heard a voice this morning. You find yourself here. You're not at the base of the mountain. You're at the top of it. We're reaching the peak of it with the mass. And our Heavenly Father wishes to say to you, wishes to say to me, listen to Him. He'll guide you. In the choices. He'll guide you amidst the voices. Now you've probably had this experience too in your life. And I'm talking about the experience when a phone call comes in. And I I know you younger folks, you do a lot of texting. And that's cool every now and then. You know you're texting and stuff like that. But every now and then a call comes. You may not recognize the number. And maybe you're at home and your parents ask you to, you know, answer their cell phone or whatever it is and you pick it up and you don't know the number, you don't recognize it, there's no picture on the phone and everything, and you pick it up and it's your grandmother or it's one of your cousins or it's one of your long friends or it's your spouse calling you. You know the voice. You don't have to question who's calling you because you know the voice. Your ear has been in tune with that voice. When my mom and dad call me, which they probably will again today, and they'll say, your homily was too long, Richard. And my mom will say, Richard, Frank, it was a little too long, right? No, but I know their voice. And it does something in my heart to hear the voice of my parents, to hear the voice of my siblings, to hear the voice of a long friend for a lifetime or a cousin. We recognize the voice. This is the bottom line, L-T-H, listen to him. How might you, how might you choose the path this week that's gonna help you best to listen to him? Carving out a little bit of silence, turning the radio off maybe in the car or the music and just taking a pause in that Sanctuary of your vehicle as you drive to work? Maybe you should go out to your activity. You're playing baseball right now. You're putting on your shoes or you're playing a sport or you're going out to play with your friends on the playground, no matter what your age is, right? You're going out to play and you just take a moment to listen to the birds chirp and to hear God say how much he loves you. I've had moments where I've been skiing with teenagers on trips and young adults on trips and you're going up the lift and it's quiet as can be and the buds are out of the ear and you're sitting there and it's totally quiet. You can hear the crackling of the snow. And I love to turn to them and say, do you hear it? Do you hear it right now? And they're like, what, Father? It's really quiet. No, do you hear it? That's God speaking to you through, your, through his creation. He loves you. He loves you. Through the sun, through the snow, through the rain, through the, through the birds chirping. My brothers and sisters in Christ, it is a choice. And it definitely is tuning the ears of our heart to a voice. But we can do it. We can listen to him.